Hi everyone, welcome back to Create Worldwide, the podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Paulina, we're back with another episode of Great Information. Great Information, <laughs> you started right away, I clicked record and like I didn't even get to do a little intro, you hate those, I guess. What's the intro you wanted to make? I don't know, I was gonna say something, I had something on the mind and then you're like, hi everyone, I was like, oh, okay, Hmm. <laughs> Water is phenomenal. For people who hate water out there, you stink. Thomas thirsty because he's been here since seven forty-five setting up our pod- little podcast studio. Yeah, I've been setting slash that conference up, making, room. I've been setting that up, making coffee. It's really it wasn't a lot. It's just you know by well, yourself it takes. I a don't bit. understand why you were here an hour earlier than we planned. Well, not an hour, fifteen minutes. <laughs> It, well, it's because it's because I, um, you know, I'm in the city this week, so like I, I'm running, I'm running a little fast. True, true. Tom usually has a commute of like a year. Yeah, it, it's it's like around one light year. Uh, my ship moves at light speed, so it took me one year. Exactly. So that's the math behind it. All right, my peeps, my little architects, my architecture babies. <laughs> um, this week we're going to be talking about probably something that has been on my mind since day one. On our minds. You told me no early on. Well, I said Don't on give the yourself next credit. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give yourself credit. Okay. Um, I'm telling you when we when we get a cam when we get a camera for here for this, we need to have it angled so that every here and there it like can catch a glimpse of somebody yeah. so and they can make an appearance context we record in the conference room which has like a glass front right mm. and it's like near the door and since we usually record before work uh people start walking in as we're recording and since we've been recording on wednesdays it's always fun because we have our spirit days on wednesday so people come in with their different like fun outfits or whatnot and today it's um dress as each other slash dress as the boss day yeah, so we all chose dress as the boss. We all chose dress as the boss, yeah. Yeah, we're all going to look like him and sound like him for the day. Um, all right, so yeah, well, we want to dive into the topic of programs, what programs we use, what programs we used in college, you know, what works, what works the best? Well, I wouldn't say what works the best because I think all the programs are have their own like strengths but it's more so what programs are often used in offices or in the real world or at least in this office because what we've seen and what we've experienced is that sometimes there's like a disconnect between what programs we're taught in school and the programs that (laughs) yeah and the programs that um we use at an office so if you're in school right now, it could be useful to hear this so you know which programs to give your, not your full attention, but most of it. And then on the other ones, you can be like on the side working on them or learning. Yeah. And before, before we dive into it, I mean, obviously take this with a grain of salt. Um, we're not here to tell you, use this. Of course use not. That. Yeah, absolutely. If your school, you know, kind of 
really pushes you to use a program that you need to get a grade, don't go against them. Just use, it's you, more, use the program. It's more than, more than telling what to do. It's kind of like spreading information. Yeah, exactly. You want, you want to be, you really want to be well-versed. Uh, like when you get out of college, when you're in college, you want to put as much program, programmage, we'll call it, into your brain so that when you leave, you could say to a person hiring you, hey, I know this, 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 and this, instead of, oh, I only learned this in college. That's all I know. Exactly. Well, and also, there are some, like, key programs which you should be not, not, like, not fantastic at them, but pretty decent, pretty good when you leave, leave school. Have a pretty damn good understanding of. Exactly. Um, Have a good. Yeah, because, like, for example, AutoCAD, like... <laughs> Every single office you go to. Oh, you said that was funny. Why? <laughs> I just went right into it. For example, AutoCAD. Well, yeah, because it's like, for I think for 3D programs, there's a lot more like via variety. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, no, in, I agree. Depending on the office and what they do, if it's large scale, yes. small scale, da, da, da. But I think for 2D, like literally plan sections, whatnot, Mr. Z just walked in wearing <laughs> wearing pastels dressed as one of our coworkers, Rita, who just left um, the office to go work at home because she is, what, eight, eight and a half months pregnant? Her She's due pregnant, date, yeah. Her due date is literally in two weeks. So. He's literally in, and she's French, so he walks in saying like, bonjour, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Oh my god, these days are the best. Oh, that's funny. I love that. Yeah. That made that actually made my day and the day just it hasn't even officially started. Uh, okay, so going back to where we were at with talking about you, AutoCAD. Well, yeah. Um so I was saying the programs in 3D vary a lot depending on where you're working at. So in that aspect, of course, there are some that are the most popular ones or the most important ones, but there, there's a lot. But a lot. in 2D, like, you need to know AutoCAD or you should at least, like, try yeah. to work in AutoCAD because that's, I can 95% guarantee is going to be the program you work on at in an office. That's a pretty good rating. Don't you think? 95%? Hey, uh, according to the Paulina scale, 95%? Yeah. <sighs> well, Almost. yeah. I, I, I'm not saying 100 because I don't want to be wrong. But if not, I would. Because think about it. Wh where else would you draw a plan? Like in Illustrator? No. I mean, you know, if we're going to jump into the next program, the only thing I would think about compared to CAD, where you could do quote-unquote plans is... Revit. Exactly. But that's re like the step from AutoCAD, which is solely, you know, 2D um, and, you know, all the all the line weights, all the layers set up, yeah. whatever standard that your um, office has in place. You know, Revit is like the powerful older brother that beats up on AutoCAD in my eyes. Yeah. Because well, it, it, it's got it's got it all. Well, I, where I in my eyes, Revit is the future, literally. So, like, yeah, in, I, I don't know, five years, something like that, I'm guessing CAD, like, people are going to be using more Revit than CAD, but I still don't think CAD is going anywhere because sometimes you just need to 
get a quick drawing in 2D, which you don't need a 3D model. Just, you just need a quick plan, a quick section, a quick uh, I, elevation. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I really. I I think that. I think that. Um, in terms of, in terms of getting things done, like if it, if it is just if it is just planning, if it really if it really. If it really is just planning, I really think that AutoCAD will still be utilized. But if it's an overall building, yeah, I do believe from start to finish that for Revit example, will be used. Um, here in Create, we mostly we're trying to move towards Revit, right? But we mostly yeah. do Revit when we're doing ground up work because mm. sometimes um, we're doing a renovation which we already have CAD plans for that are sent by the owner or that we have in our server. Like, why would we? If we already have an elevation in CAD, we just need to modify it, like so it fits our renovation. Yeah. It it doesn't make sense to get it all into Revit and then do the renovation, like so it, it depends. But CAD is still absolutely crucial to know. And when you're starting, like I don't know about your school, Tom, but in my school, we started with CAD. We didn't start with Revit at all. Yeah. No. We started. We started with CAD. Um, well. After our after our um, initial year, our initial first year, <laughs> what are you dipping a dungeon for? <laughs> <laughs> Miss me. Um, but the uh, our initial year was hand drawing, and then our second year, like to- toward the end of our f- last semester of our first year, that's where they were like, "Oh, you can use CAD if you know it to laser cut." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, you know, whatever." So I tried my hand in it. Worked out well for my project for for laser cutting. Um, but then we got into it and it wasn't necessarily taught at my school. I don't know how it was with yours. It was like a one semester teaching thing that happened a year after we already started learning it. Mine too. Like they gave us a semester in CAD and then the thing is they start requesting for stuff in CAD. Like if you're, you're not doing it in CAD, you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. So you you gotta learn it because you gotta go home and try it out and CAD is one of those programs that although it's not very intuitive as the others it's still it's not as intuitive as some others like the rendering programs and stuff like that it's still pretty you yeah. can really it's because it, it has a lot of tools but you mostly use the same ones I don't know about you but I mostly use kind of like the same range of tools so if you yeah. feel comfortable with them then you'll get it so it's kind of trying it at home it wasn't at my school it was we kind of were shown the program and then it was like, go home and do your thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess in school, they really want you to learn on your own because from my experience, I had to, I I really was taught by other people that were older than me Mm -hmm. on how to use specific programs. You know, Photoshop, we never, we never had a class on that. Exactly. Illustrator. No, we never had a class on that. Yeah, like we never, we never had, we never had anything other than you know that one CAD class for one semester and that one Revit class for one semester and where you don't learn everything. Honestly, I think it's very hard to teach those programs. It's kind of one of those things where you just have to go and try them and and practice because they can yeah. show you a hundred times where the tool for lines is, but you forget it if you don't go and do it. Like if they show you, like they showed me a hundred times how to do Revit, let's say it's, that wasn't the case, but then I would go home and I was like, how do you do a wall again until I went and did my project exactly. in Revit? Then exactly. I would remember. So it's more 
kind of knowing which programs you should, you should try out. Because sometimes if they don't give you a specific program you have to do your project in, then you can do it in these in these programs. It's yeah. kind I of mean, like setting up yourself for success. Yeah, it's 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 definitely something that takes a long time to really truly master per mm-hmm. se. You know, I I mean well we'll talk about our main I think we should list off our main programs that we used in college and how they've incorporated us into the office yeah, I yeah. create. Go ahead. Um just just so we can set up like a like a basis of what we can talk about. Um so like in college I used SketchUp, CAD, uh Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign for rendering I used Enscape. And then like a bunch of other different types of rendering softwares, but I mainly stuck with Enscape. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like those those are the main those are the main ones that I used all the time. I feel like there's kind of like families I would say. So like for drafting actual like technical drawings, I think it would be CAD probably in school and a little bit of Revit, right? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think me too. Then there's like for rendering purposes or three D purposes, which you used SketchUp and. What yeah. else did you say? And then you rendered in Enscape. And then I rendered in Enscape, and then I and edited then in uh, edited and did um, what are they called? What? But uh, the the diagrams. diagrams. Di- I did. Di- I actually did diagrams in Illustrator. Illustrator. Me too. I which think is, Illustrator's I would amazing. say. I would say, um, Illustrator is the best one, the best program for diagrams in regards to where you want to sh- uh, showcase things, put arrows, put text, Amazing. Da, 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 because it's made for that. Literally, it's made for that. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And, you know, in and then in design for setting up your like your actual here, yeah. we do it to set up our booklets to set up when we need to put a lot of information on the same package or on the same page. We'll get into InDesign. It's the best. I have a uh, I have a shtick with. Not with InDesign, for, but for people who choose not to use it if they have Adobe, uh, if I they mean, have all the Adobe programs. I think that's why, why what we're talking about is useful because I understand, for example, if you're, I don't know, in your second year of college yeah, and you learn Photoshop. You're going to make your sheets in Photoshop. Like you already yeah. learned how to edit. You already learned how to move, how to do kind of arrows, kind of stuff. So what you end up doing is you don't have time to learn a new program, so you set up your sheets in Photoshop. But what you don't realize is that you are sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Because it's going to take five minutes or ten minutes to get... Of course, there's a lot of things that uh, in InDesign, but to get the basis of InDesign, it'll take you half an hour maybe in a tutorial. Not even. Yeah, so like... Not even. So, and then... Um, InDesign is literally your best friend because it... It auto-generates everything. InDesign is... It's better for text, for replacing images, for nice. moving them around, for moving pages around, for putting page numbers, everything. I'll, I'll break this down, and I hope this reaches people because <laughs> it's super important. In InDesign, you could put in your Photoshop file as the image that you want to use. Scale that image to show what you want to show, and guess what? When you update that Photoshop file... Guess what automatically updates in a setup in of pages in design? I mean, yeah, the thing Same that's, with Illustrator, same with any that's Adobe literally, program. That's literally InDesign's thing, that yeah. it's linked to your files. Your files are not actually 
in the in the file like embedded so if uh, your teacher goes and changes a little thing on your file like delete this column you don't have to set everything up again you delete the column you save it over your last file and InDesign automatically like re automatically. renews I don't know how to say it but like yeah, it, it, no it automatically it, updates it exactly updates it so I would say a hundred percent using InDesign for and it's for setting up your things and it's a program that is used in offices for example we use it here so it's a win-win situation yeah when we're when we're putting together you know giant uh booklets you know and we have those changes we make changes a lot and also i forgot to say something that's amazing about yeah. InDesign is that it since it was made for this it never gets heavy. It doesn't crash your computer. Because I don't know if this oh, happened no. to you, Tom. It happened to me, at least. At the beginning, when I was first year, second year, I don't know. I was setting up my stuff. In, I did, never did it in Photoshop, but I did it in Illustrator. Because yeah. I, it was easier to put arrows, text, what not. But it crashed my computer all the time. Because the file was too heavy. Yeah. Because you have like... I don't know, five Thir floor plans, a section. And you have like four, you have like 20 something things exactly. like laid out as if it is in design and you're trying to make changes to all of them and it's like staggering. So it glitches and it crashes yeah. your computer. InDesign will never crash your computer. <laughs> no, because you know, the viewports, the viewports themselves in InDesign, you know, you can dull them down if you're not working in that yeah. specific area. You know, I was, for my thesis, I was working with 80 something pages. 85 yeah, I think it was and a, and the project before my thesis it was 90 something pages because it was a mile and a half long river project that we yeah. had a, it was a flood mitigation project so we had a lot of work guess what I put all those files together and granted I had a pretty decent computer to do it my my InDesign didn't stutter exactly one exactly time. and I think we're not here to actually say like teach how the program works because that's like, you got to go watch a tutorial or anything, and you're probably not understanding a lot of the things we're saying, like the viewports, the things, if you don't know InDesign. But it's just a suggestion to go and look up InDesign and try yeah. to set up your stuff there because it's going gonna, it's gonna to change your life. Yeah. I don't know one single person that has gone the InDesign route and come back. It's, it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, it, if you have the Adobe programs, which I'm sure 99% of you guys do, uh, utilize the tools to your advantage. Yeah. You have, uh, I'm sure you have a good amount of them. You have the photo, uh, or at least you have the main, you have the big three. You have Photoshop, you have Illustrator, and you don't have InDesign yet. If you don't, install it because yeah. it'll greatly save you time and impact the yeah. way you um, set up all your boards so every week. So I would week. say, well, and then in regards to 3D, I feel like starting to go into Revit, like watch some tutorials. I know it's Revit is kind of like a like a later on program that you start when you're. I for in my university it was like third year or, or four four year program. It wasn't at the beginning. Yeah, mine mine was end of third year. Yeah, exactly. Year. But if you get a chance, also keep in mind that that's an important program and that it has like so many tools that you can use to your advantage. So. When you're thinking about how to do something in Revit, it probably can be done an easier way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so search for a tutorial. Like, Re Revit is there to to make your life easier, yeah. like not make it harder. So that's also something. And then on the that would be like a more construction-wise 3D, right? But 
The yeah, other ones be, are more conceptual, like uh, SketchUp, Rhino. But going off formats. of real quick with, I don't think a lot of people realize this about Revit as well. If you guys have access to Autodesk programs, Revit is an Autodesk program. Exactly, yeah. It is Autodesk, which is AutoCAD. Yeah. So if you guys have access to that, I'm pretty positive that you guys have access to Revit no, as well. No, absolutely. So, if you have an Autodesk license, you have access to Revit. And yeah. you have access to AutoCAD. And you have access to Formit. Formit. Which is kind of like Autodesk version of SketchUp, which we are kind of starting to get into here at the office precisely because we already have it. Like, we paid exactly. for it. We have the Autodesk license. Why wouldn't we use Formit instead of SketchUp? So, yeah, we have we have SketchUp licenses and we have Autodesk yeah. licenses. And, you know, uh, personally, I haven't done Formit yet. Mm -hmm. Looks v eerily similar to SketchUp, it's, it's which is great. Yeah, so so maybe if some of you don't have a SketchUp license, but you have an Autodesk license, you have Formit. So you can, you can try to go that way as well, which is very useful. Yeah. And once you learn Formit, it's kind of if you're learning SketchUp on the other way around, because as Tom just said, they're eerily similar. Yeah, so very you, similar. You you can kind of like they have the same interface. I mean the same like layout and the on the screen. So they kind of work the kind same of. way. Yeah. So very very both SketchUp and Formit are very simple to get your hands in and get dirty. Um, you could mess around. They're and very intuitive. They're very intuitive. Yeah. Thank you. I was t talking in like pig terms. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um. Yeah, and but then and then there's and then there's the the culprit of everyone's demise. Which one? Rhino. <laughs> I don't like talking ill about programs because I know a lot of schools use it. Um, Let's just say like it's not used here at the office. Yeah. Like, uh, based on personal experiences uh, and from what I've heard around the architectural world. Not a, not a lot of firms are using Rhino. Um, I feel like it is a more that is a much 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 more difficult um, hands-on program uh, to utilize to get actual. Um, what am I looking for? Uh, to get drawings. I mean, it's just not made for that. That's the thing. Like. Exactly. Work smart, not hard. Like, why would you try to get a building in Rhino when there are literally programs that are made for this? I feel like Rhino, I don't have a lot of experience in Rhino, honestly, because they didn't teach it at my school. Mm -hmm. But um, from what I've seen, it's it's used more for, like, uh, design of, uh, like, part. You know what I mean? What I'm talking about, like, more... Like, part, like... By parts, you mean like, like mechanical? Like design parts, yeah, stuff okay. like that. Um, yeah, it's 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 difficult to say because in Rhino, from what I saw with a lot of projects in my life with mm -hmm. um, like fellow classmates of mine, they a lot of their buildings were a lot more intricate than they had to be, per yeah. se. Mm -hmm. So, you know, instead of having this just standard curve, of a building, they would go into a, you know, a offspring of Rhino, which is called uh, Grasshopper, mm -hmm. and they would make this like intricate facade. And it's like, you know, how many people are doing that? Yeah. It's very, it's very, well, yeah, I, I just, minimal. I think 
by all means learn right now i think it's fantastic to know programs and learn everything and it it could come in handy because it may be used at some architecture firms but what we're trying to say it's not the only thing that's going to be used that is for sure so make sure you're also learning if you're learning rhino also learning cad also learning a little bit of revit and then of course like the photoshop and design illustrator package which is always useful yeah you you really want to learn all of it you you, you <laughs> want to have conclusion. you, you want to have you uh, for lack of a better term that's really what it is you want to you want to go into an office and say that you know, you, or you, you, you have a very good understanding of blank, blank, and blank, and you yeah. have a decent understanding of blank and blank, but whatever, that, whatever order it may be. Yeah, I don't know about you, Tom, but if you asked me, I can only learn two programs. Which should I learn right now? Like to go into you an office? You can only know two programs. I would say CAD and Photoshop. CAD and Photoshop. Yeah. 100%. They'll teach you Revit at an office. Like you'll you'll get you'll get there, and I feel like it's more you'll get the basis, and someone will teach you because it's a more advanced program. But they're gonna expect you to know a little bit of CAD, at least the basis of CAD, and at least the basis of Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, even even if you're a first year intern, you know, uh, we had James here for six weeks, yeah, seven weeks, however long it was. James didn't have the greatest understanding of AutoCAD when he started, and he knew he knew about it he no well he, he did i think he didn't have that much practice because he's on a first year but yeah, he's a first but year but he, he knew how the program worked which is the important but thing. what i'm saying is over the six weeks that he was here because he you know he ultimately like yeah he had you to help him out uh, along the way but a lot of that was him just you know going at it every day for five days a week and yeah. retaining yeah. the information, using it for the next week, retaining the information, using it for the next week. And by the end of it, you know, I saw his drawings that he produced. They're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. They're great. And I think Mr. C even told him, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but he took it seriously when he was going to come here uh, to get an AutoCAD for Dummies book. He he got it. He literally got it and he had it in his desk. And I, I, I honestly haven't read it, so I cannot vouch for it, but... Those kind of things are very useful most of the time. So get that book or or get tutorials or yeah. go to YouTube. Right now, there's a lot of information everywhere. Uh, so yeah, if you if like if if you use SketchUp, there's this one guy that I went to on YouTube that you know if you had a problem, like or if I had a problem, guess what? I'm looking it up. So yeah. this guy, his name was like SketchUp Essentials or something like that. And if I if if SketchUp didn't allow me to do something in the base program this guy was like here's an extension for that here's an extension for that here's an yeah. and it was just over and over again and like then you have these couple of extensions that allow you to make things that you weren't able to make and it looks phenomenal that's fantastic yeah there's so a lot of uh like going from good to great there's it's a tiny little thing there, it's tiny little things makes all the difference that make all the difference yeah. yeah so yeah i mean and and that's i'm getting like philosophical i don't know but like you're that's what? all philosophical like that's what architecture yeah. is all about in the sense that for me architecture is attention to detail yeah I, what what takes up something from being meh or being normal or being like okay to yeah. being fantastic is the details no, ex exactly. It's very the very minute things that get you the furthest. But um, the 
the biggest thing I could say to people who are learning and don't have a helping hand, like I did in terms of SketchUp and what's going, and what's going, and what's going on in uh, your projects. Look up, just look it up on Google. There are unbelievable tutorials for AutoCAD. There are unbelievable tutorials for SketchUp. Yeah. Unbelievable for Photoshop. At any Adobe program, you are going to find, like, people with millions of subscribers from exactly. how good they are. So, so well, utilize yeah. it. That's kind of uh, what we, what I, I would say we want to leave you with is just, like, keep in mind these are the programs that are the most used. And even if they're not teaching them to you at school, you can try to go into, um, like, uh, online or whatnot and probably teach yourself. So, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that, you know. If you guys got any questions, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Uh, I don't know if we could like put in put in our. Can we do that? I what think we can. What? I wish there was like an email that we had. You can you can probably reach us at one of our social media pages for yeah. which is uh, in Instagram create worldwide, and then our webpage is createworldwide.com, and there are the contact information which. Uh, if you write there and that you put on the subject podcast or whatever, you can probably reach us. So yeah, um, definitely. If definitely. you have any questions or if just if you have something to share that maybe we can talk about an, a program or something like that, that's also very welcome. Yeah, we would love that. We would love to hear back from our loyal little architect babies. <laughs> Not little. <laughs> our fans. We love our fans. Um, <laughs> wow. What are we at? Oh, my God. 30 minutes, Paulina. Look at us. We went over. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, everybody, have a great day, evening, afternoon. I don't know what you're doing, where you are, where you live, but <laughs> enjoy the rest of it. Yep. See you next time, guys. Goodbye. Bye.